Once upon a time, two men decided if they were making the cut. Then they made the cut. And now JT and Aaron are talking everything from wrestling to pop culture and beyond. Because it's no holds barred. Will you back down, turn and run? Or stand up with the best? Oh, uh, no, son, it's no holds barred. No holds barred. All right, are you just accepting the uh, Bostonian accent now? No, I have spent my whole life rejecting that accent. Bad. But didn't you just Awful. say bad? I was just making fun of the Bostonians. Yeah. Do you, anyway. as, uh, do you loathe the people from Boston? Uh, I don't like them. Mm. I find this self-important. I think they're cool, tough, but because they're from Boston, fucking whiners. Yeah, it's like their stupid identity. <laughs> they just piss and Bo- mom about everything. Like Bo- Boston's like an enemy city from Montreal too, right? Like it's just one of those. No, I think they're an enemy city of everyone. Honestly, it's uh, like no one really. Really, I feel like unless you live there, like do um, they hate themselves? Uh. Yeah, there's probably some self-loathing in there. I mean, they're mainly Irish, so I feel like that comes with the terror. Oh, oh fucking Jesus uh, Christ. They're not really happy ever. Anyway, enough about that shithole. Uh, let's talk about another shithole here. I'd stick the enema if I could. And that's Pittsburgh. Uh, that's where we're headed tonight here on Noah's Bar. Yep. We do this, uh, I don't know, twice a month, right? We're going through every duty world title yep. change in company history in a chronological fashion. And we are ranking them all uh, via a bunch of different metrics. And, of course... You can hear this episode and see this episode if you want to do one of those other. You can hear it on our Cell Connection yeah. podcast feed on uh, Podbean or any other podcast application. Or you can watch us on our YouTube channel where you should be subscribed, checking everything. Because we do all kinds of content on both, and some are unique to each. So be sure to subscribe to both so you don't miss anything. Uh, not everything simulcast like this show. We are here yeah. every week. Uh, doing different fun games. Our last episode was a lot of fun. It's a long one, but we went through uh, yeah. rebooking every single Royal Rumble winner. It was a pretty cool. That project. was really, really tough towards the end. <laughs> yeah, it got tough at the end, but the early parts were fun. Um, and then, of course, we'll have our February build a card coming up. That's always a good time as well. We build our all time pay per view cards, so we got some cool stuff. Be sure to subscribe and don't miss any of it as well. Yeah. All right, Eric, do you want to run down the categories of which we are ranking all of these matches? Yeah, absolutely. If this is your first time, we rank these categories, each of us, in five different categories. Those categories being match quality, significance, the moment, build, and aftermath. Um, and that gives us a nice round score out of 100. And, uh, you know, there hasn't been a lot of movement in our in our top, although our last episode, it snuck, it snuck up all the way to number four. But before that, it had been a while since anything cracked the top 10. So I'm interested to see... If this one has a chance, because it's got some pretty interesting um, dynamic factors to it that I think could could nudge it slightly up. This magic moment. The uh, I would I would say, yeah, this is a sneaky one. Um, I think it's one you don't think of. I think everyone remembers the SummerSlam match, which is a, a classic. Um, but this one, this one's got some stuff going for it. It's got some great if- builds. We'll talk about it's uh, it's a it's a good match. It's a great moment. Um, and uh, the follow-up, maybe we'll hurt it, but we'll see where that goes. So, if yeah. um, Before we get in, just quickly, 
if the SummerSlam match, there's a moment towards the end, the SummerSlam, where um, Angle goes to, Austin goes to kick Angle for the stunner. And Mm -hmm. Angle's all bloody and he catches it. It's right near the end of the match before Austin gets DQ'd. If he catches it and fucking breaks his ankle and beats him there, is that the greatest match of all time? It's a, it's up, it's top five. I'd say top yeah. five because the match is incredible as it is. It's, I have it at five anyway. It's it's an all time classic. Just to finish, yeah. but the finish works within the construct of Austin's character yes. and story and all that. Yes. Um. And and honestly, it gives us this moment indirectly. I don't know if they were planning to have Angle win in his hometown anyway, or I think they knew about nine eleven before. <laughs> yeah, they, they were in on it probably. Um. <laughs> so like like this, no good, Jack Tony. Uh, there's definitely part of it. Um. That that they lucked into right. So. Uh, all right, let's fire it up. We're on Peacock uh, mainly. Uh, we're at two ten twenty six. Angle's about to come out. Uh, wherever you're watching, it, we're on a wide shot of the crowd, and there's a sign that says uh, "Angle Number One." So, but it's a letter sign. It's more than one person holding it. Yeah, it's multiple letters, and they have it in the right order. You know, good on them. Thank, they could easily said God. "Angel." Yes. Angel. All right, let's oh, count it down. Number one. <laughs> Three, two, one. Are you not a fan of angels? Kirk Angel. Kirk Angel. That I think that might be the worst of uh, Jericho's. Is that Angel's <laughs> mom so? in the front row? Yeah, I, I don't know. Kirk. I like Stinko Malenko. I like my yeah. favorite is probably R- Ron Mysterio Jr. because it's just <laughs> Hoot and Toot Guerrera. It's also good. Uh, Tom and Nick Mysterio's uh, current day is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> that that is like a. Genuine misunderstanding as opposed to an asshole mispronouncing. Quasi Juice Guerrero, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of good ones. I like, I don't mind Kirk Angel. No, I don't mind it. I like them all, but I think it's just the weakest. Um, Angle, very apropos in the US Tice. Then we should give some context. This is two weeks after. Is it two weeks after 9 11? Yeah, it might be a week after. I think this is the, um, is 9 11 would have been a Tuesday. So it's like a little less than two weeks because this, this is Do like you- probably the 22nd or whatever, I think. Do you think by this point, um, Vince and Stephanie's back was hurting from patting themselves so hard on it? <laughs> well, I mean, they you know kept that SmackDown, brought the u- union back together. Um, yeah. This is an interesting day for me. So, I actually <laughs> this is actually a big day in sports history for um, September twenty third, eleven. So they go uh, two thousand one. It's a really big day in NFL history and in American sports history. Do you know what happened on this day, Aaron? No, but they're fighting in the aisle. But go on. Uh, I was at the game this afternoon. It was the New York Jets versus the New England Patriots where Tom Brady made his NFL debut after Drew Bledsoe was injured. Uh, so oh. that was earlier this day. Uh, so it's a, it's a pretty big moment in NFL history um, in general. Did they win? The Jets actually won the game, <laughs> yes. Um, and that was the last time they beat the New England Patriots. <laughs> oh, they beat them 10 years later in the playoffs. Can't wait. <laughs> um, so this is a big day. So we went to the game. Uh, me and my, my roommate Charlie went to the game. And we had the black box in our room senior year. So we recorded the show. And then we oh. ended up actually uh, – we actually ended up watching the replay, I think. By the time we got home and settled in, we let it finish. And then because we had the box, we just watched it at like 11 or whatever, or 10, whatever time the replay was. And yeah. we recorded it. Um, so it was a late night. but Because uh, I think it might have been a 4 o'clock game. Or, we just got home late. By the time we got home, we missed the beginning of the show. So, um, Oh, I see. Anyway, uh, yes, the Americana is dripping heavily in the show. Uh, being so close to 9-11, Kurt Angle. It's a great show. It's a great pay-per-view year. I'm surprised. Oh, incredible pay-per-view year. Like, really mm-hmm. underrated. Because when you think back of the storyline, you're like, ah, oh, the invasion sucked. But, like, the in-ring is incredible. 
Yeah. I mean, you yeah, got it's a, it's just great... on this show, you got this match, you've got uh RVD Jericho, which is great, The Rock, Booker T, Shane, which is great, Undertaker and Kane against Chronic, <laughs> which is like a guilty pleasure favorite of mine. Um, <laughs> So, wow. yeah, I mean, this whole run is good. And this is probably one of the weaker shows, and it's still really, really good. I know. No Mercy is well, great me, it's, the next month. Oh, No Mercy is amazing. But to me, this yeah. show has two four-star matches on it. So, like, it's it's Yeah, yeah like, it's, I mean, it's, it is one of the weaker, right? right? The weakest yeah. ones are probably the spring ones, uh, Backlash and Judgment Day. but Ah, um, uh, like when they're finding their identity? Yeah. And we've come a long way, right? So, two weeks ago, we covered WrestleMania 17. We're talking about Austin becoming a heel and how did that work. And here... He's in the middle of one of the greatest heel runs of all time for a main event star. Um, you know, this. Oh, yeah. So we're going to talk about the build to this, right? But what's part of the build is Milkamania, right? Uh, yeah. uh, wind Beneath My Wings. Like, all the Austin uh, Angle, when he throws him off the bridge, the right? Hats? He shoots it with the water gun. Yep. Yep. The hats. All um, their hugs. Like, it's all there. Well, that's before this. That's before SummerSlam. But, but it's still if you want to count it. Yeah, this... it's still counted. Yeah. But just from SummerSlam to here is yeah. the bridge is uh, Milkamania, Wind Beneath My Wings. Like, all that is building up to this. So, the best yeah, the best part of Wind Beneath My Ring is the, is the fucking bouncing head, pissed off Austin face that becomes big at the end. That, <laughs> to this day, destroys me. Is that the yep. dressing down of Taz, too? Yes, I was going to say, that's also the debut of what? Take the shirt I believe off. Is, Take yep. the shirt off, yeah. What? Yeah, I mean, that's also... The what I think what debuts in that it might be in that in yeah, that segment I think he does it with Taz it so that's a huge night and that's dressing out of Taz what debuts Milkamania um yeah, the weird beneath my ring like that's all one big fucking segment uh Helms you get the what is Helms do? comes out of it yeah, like, yeah it's the Green Lantern tattoo I used to right, put right. my favorite superhero but now that's you we got fucking <laughs> an amazing promo from Canyon where he goes yeah. uh, for years. The question has always been, <laughs> yes, yes. who better than Canyon? Well, now we know Stone Cold is you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, That's it, an amazing. That, I, I feel like that that segment does not get talked about enough when they looked at the history of the company it's so and good. like the greatest moments. I, I rewatched that fucking segment a million times. Iconic. It's so good. Um, so I think like all that. I mean, whole, yeah. and it's like the, the cookies. She's trying to push the cookies on everyone too during yes. the segment. So to me, we can just put the build as a ten right now. Like I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know of a better. And SummerSlam is it's a five star match with like a crazy finish. Like, <laughs> yeah. And what we is he pile driving on the floor? Isn't that after? That's before this match too. I think right. Austin pile drives Angle on the floor to try and break his neck. I think that's leading up to this. <laughs> so it's got the comedy and like the deadly serious. Yes, it's like oh, it's an all time feud. To me, this the, that's the best part of this Austin character in this era is he's fucking hilarious, but also right. completely unhinged and dangerous yeah. at the same time. Yeah. I've never seen a character like that. Like usually, it's one or the other, right? Like it's. Like I mean, Ron, yeah, our truth yeah. isn't dangerous. You know, he's not a da- he's right. hilarious, but like I don't think he's gonna break someone's neck on the floor. Pile driver. Right. I mean, there's a reason he was. Well, we did one of those drafts, right, in 2023. Didn't we do, like, an all-time character draft wrestling yeah, year? Yeah, yeah. And Austin was, like, the top. Of course. Austin 01 was, like, one of the top picks, right? So it's, like, he uh, – it's an iconic run. I mean, it's it's crazy because when you think of Austin, you, you think of Austin McMahon in the 98, 97, 98 character. But, it's fuck, just- it's like he ran it back and had a, a run just as good as that somehow. 
even even when he's on commentary and he's like, "Oh, I hate those knife edge chops," like <laughs> like he, he playing up, and then and then you on top of it, like we're not listening to it, but you got Heyman cheering him on mm-hmm. the whole match, but also scared of him, calling him Mister Austin, and because that's I mean, the dynamic is it crazy to think like you could sit here and say my favorite Austin run is 01, over ninety eight, over ninety seven. I mean, I, like I don't think it's even crazy to say it. No. No, I don't think so. It, and it, but it, it, they're actually in a lot of ways hard to compare because they're so yeah. vastly different. Right, they're like different like, people, and, and the matches are better in a one because they're different, right? They're wrestling yeah. versus the brawls. Um, yeah. So, I mean, Angles just kicked the shit out of him to start this match. Like yeah. he's knocked Throwing him off the ramp. ramp. Angles, a Angle man possessed the, in this match. Yeah. He's the only guy that can pull off that singlet, like, and still look completely credible. Also, like. Mm-hmm. I find anybody else with, because I, I, look, not that Angle's not in shape, but it, I don't think he has like an like a, an intimidating physique. But this guy with this look in his eye and yeah. like, like it, it's like no, no thanks, I'm good, I'm good. Well, and it's coming off SummerSlam where we saw that they're both fucking maniacs and have that bloodbath. Um, yeah. You know when Austin is banging Angle's head off the fucking post in that match is so disgusting. And and don't sleep on Angle's year either. Like Angle's yeah. had oh a, yeah. He's got the the no way out match. He's got the match with Shane, <laughs> like that. He's got well, the that's what, when, when Marcus and I did the season awards. What drove me nuts about that mania, and why we talked about this in our last episode, how WrestleMania 18 is like one of the most rebooked manias, because Angle and Austin have this amazing year, and then come mania, they got nothing to do. It's it's like nuts. Just, um, just put them yeah. together. Just put yeah, them. Yeah, get one more match. Like, yeah. No, we talked right. about it last episode. What the way to go would have been Angle yeah. tri- Triple H, um, Hogan Rock for the title. Yeah, and Austin RVD. I, I mean, Austin RVD for the title. I love the way Austin is slouched in the ramp when he's getting beat up. Like he's got yeah. nothing left. He's like he's crouched yeah. in a ball. And he's just completely second... done with this fucking guy. He's just done with him. He's like, I'm done with yeah. fighting this fucking guy. He's too hard to fight. I love how yeah. this is the second match in a year that Angle has to carry someone to the ring because he's beating him up so badly. Right. And you have his whole family there, hometown crowd. <laughs> And, like, he's been taken I, from a bit of a comedy guy because even his initial title run, we talked about it on previous episodes. Like, yeah. he's got the love triangle, but he's kind of a goof with Triple H and Stephanie. Even when he wins yeah. the title, it's a little fluky at no mercy. This feud but is really what legit- it. <laughs> Yeah, Right. But even this feud is really what legitimized – the Benoit feud helped. But, like, this, this angle with oh, Austin yeah. and these matches is what turned him into, like, badass killer Kurt Angle. Like, this is what did it. Yeah, and they're about to have a better match the next month that we're not going to talk about. But like, right? That triple well, and is going on Raw. That we'll talk about. Yeah, in a minute, we, we will talk about. But I, I can't remember if that one's as excellent. I'm sure it's great, but yeah. but like the the match the next month with RVD and the Triple Threat is like another all timer. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, it's yeah, yeah it's the, a great match. It's it's two guys just converging at exactly the right time. And yeah. then, like, and, 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 and like, look, and then there's a big elephant in the room that, like, there was that horrible terror attack, and the nation is like, is, is trying yeah. to rebuild, and it's the American hero fighting for the belt, like, like, well, and it's it's perfect timing that Angle was the face because in most years with his company, he would have been the heel at this time, and and, and, they, and yeah. later in the year it's that way. Austin turns face, and Angle turns heel by by December, but here in this one moment in time. You have it. It was perfect destiny that Angle was the top face of the company. Um, Because Rock isn't even, he's around, but not like really around. 
I no. mean, Angle's kind of been the top guy, which you don't think of at this time, but he's really been the top face. Um, but you know, for it's, June, July, it's August, September. Is it is it any surprise that this is such an amazing pay per view year with this guy on top? Like you know, right, right, like, yeah. I know the undercards are great too, but like you know, when you when you step back for a second, it's like, well, of course. Like, it, is this right. Angle's best in ring year? Yeah, because it's it, after this. I mean, O2 is up there um, because you do get you get the Ray match, you get the tag SmackDown Six stuff. Um, yeah, and then he gets hurt the at the end of the year. The tag match, the tag stuff. I really, I'm not going to denigrate it at all, but I feel it's not the same as like having a bunch of great singles matches. You know, like right. I mean, O1 is probably it. I mean, yes, it's hard to argue because you got, I mean, the Triple H match of the Rumble is kind of whatever, but then you get him and Rock is awesome. You get the Benoit series. You get him and Shane um, yeah. invasion. Then you get these Austin matches. You get the triple throw with RVD. And it's not even counting all the fucking TV stuff. Like, isn't yeah. the match with Benoit where he does the moonsault off the freaking top of the yes. cage? Like, um, yeah. That's um, the match that Austin's watching, and he's complaining about taking Benoit's chops. Right, right. I don't like those. <laughs> no he's one got likes a good match with, He's got a good match with Booker on Raw in here, too. So, like, he's got a lot. Of, yeah, he's, I mean, yes. It's, Does this he win it. the U.S. title from someone? Is it Booker? I think it's Booker. Title? I think it's Booker, yeah. And then Rhino or Kenny. Okay. <laughs> That's the yeah, idea. Is... Yes, it's, uh, yeah, he'd be, I'm pretty sure he beats Booker on Raw for it. But it's, yeah, I mean, yes, this is his best year. Um, because he's fully healthy. He doesn't give a shit about anything physically. No. He's just going out there being insane. And I think it's the year where his character and his in-ring were the most balanced. Um, this future yeah. years where he's an amazing wrestling machine, but he loses the comedy. It's um, sexual stuff, assault right. uh, Booker T's wife. Yeah, like oh five, he has a, he, he's like a machine, right? He's a, a sick wrestling machine. He's got the Michaels yeah. matches, the Cena stuff. Like he's great, but he loses the the the, aspe the fun aspects of his character. Um, yeah. This year, he blends the comedy and the the. Um, Skewness, well. right? Like aloofness with with just being an amazing in ring worker. So it's it's the year yeah. where it all really comes together for him. He's also really good in that promo where Flair comes back, where he's like yeah. backing up. Vince. Yeah, yeah, Vince. Yeah, fucking douchebag. Yeah, he's just a great. He's like the, he becomes the the preppy nine prep, like the jock of like Vince being the the angry principal. And Angle's like the yeah. jock, a student, like in an old school kind of setup or something. You know what I mean? He's like the, he becomes that guy for Vince, right? Like the, yeah. the asshole jock. Um, Jeez. After this, so. Yeah. I, right, and exactly. I look, I'm, a, I'm always a big fan of heels that can actually back up their mouths. Yeah. Because I find they do it so infrequently. And it's like, you can't really do anything to Angle to make him unlegitimate because he's the Olympic right. medalist. So yeah. they have no choice but to book him this way. Like, yeah, I Which mean, he's never chicken shit, really. I guess the closest no. is what, like, the, the early beginning? 03 when he's got the neck. Nah, well, yeah, the beginning. But the early 03 with Heyman where he's trying to duck Brock. But, like, he's hurt and all that. So it's they're kind Brock. of just trying to survive. Also Brock. Yeah, you right, know? it is Brock, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, so this yeah, match I... has been great. Like, so Angle kicks the shot. Austin takes over. Now he's just punishing the neck. Everything is out the neck. Yeah. And Austin. Which bleeding. pays off the pile driver on the floor. Yes, they both have broken necks. A special right. broken neck, neck match. But I like yeah, the blood just... here because he's not. It's not like a bloodbath. It's just like it's he just he's been beaten got... up. Yeah, it's like a and scar. It's... 
and it's early in the match. Like yes. it's not late yeah. that he's bleeding. Like I, yeah. I like that too. Yeah, it's right away. I'm sure. Oh, I, I'm, I don't want to spoil the end. I was gonna. I was saying, are we gonna get a slow count from Hebner? But we're not. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I um, think I, the more this goes and we talk about it, like we always talked about, what are those unlikely contenders that could sneak in? And I, I, I yeah, feel yeah. like we're watching one un, unfold right here. Yeah, it's just gonna get dinged on aftermath. Well, let's talk about it for a minute because I don't want to. Uh, the match is gone, but so yeah. Two weeks later, Regal yeah. turns heel, right? And we'll we'll talk about yeah. that. Um, but Austin's still great. We get the no mercy match and we get angle as the mole, right? He, he infiltrates yeah, in, in the, the Alliance, but that's not the aftermath of this match. It's the aftermath of the next match. Yeah. But you you wanted it. You included the builds, like, I guess, because it wasn't a subtle change. It's okay. It wasn't a change. Yeah. It was, I didn't mean that sarcastically. I'm asking. Yeah. No, no, I, I didn't, I didn't take it that way. Um, but that's that, that was my thought is that it's if the title had changed at SummerSlam, yeah. it, we wouldn't have connect, like talked about the cowboy hats and shit. But because we did, it's it's in the rain, right? And it is them connected together. Um, <clears throat> you also get the Shivani moment of uh, remember they hyped that as being like the biggest night in Raw history. Like tune in, they they hyped it big that they were having a title match. Um, there is some, I mean, it's the second only title change in Raw history. We'll talk about it. I guess we'll save that for next one. But um, so it's it's a big moment. They don't do a lot of title no, changes at that point. It's, it's third or fourth. Well, no, because you had Sid Brett. Was there another one? Oh yeah, Austin Kane. That's right. We've done a few. What am I saying? Austin Kane. It's a rare Austin one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the rare. the one you were at. Right, right. <laughs> what I'm saying, yeah. How are you forgetting that? <laughs> no, no, that's late. There's not the many. I'll put it that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they did hype the shit out of it um, that night. I remember yes, the, like yes. everything. They were like, "Tune in tonight, the biggest night," and it was Regal turning. Um, but they protect Angle. Doesn't he have like his hand under the ropes or something in that? Or is that this match? There's some Austin bullshit, but I, but I actually don't like that. Like it, it's like why do it at all then? Like I, then it may it might it be this match. Feel- <sighs> we got to see. It might be this match. Does he tap and Austin's under the ropes? I'm not sure. Like we'll I, I think I'm I'm curious if. Because I remember, like, does the title change two weeks later make this feel like they only did it because of 9-11? Yes. But right? I think there's a chance they were going to do it anyway. Yeah. But, that, but that's why I don't – I don't know why. I I almost wish they would have let Austin just keep the belt uh, – Angle just keep the belt till the next month. Right. right? I just have Austin they're with a triple threat. They're all in the match anyway. Like <laughs> – yeah, and Austin does. Win I think they really, I think they really wanted to do the regal turn, um, and that, and they were just like, that's the way to do it. I guess I, I don't know. Do it um, at the next pay per view. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'd have to go back. I wonder if we talked about this with Kevin Kelly when we did a PCB 01. Mm-hmm. Um, if we asked him if Angle was always going to win here, because it feels like it's in Pittsburgh. Like, I, it feels like he was going to. I know that too. Like, but they don't. I, I, but they never do that. <laughs> Yeah, but he, at this time they kind of did, and I don't see yeah. like, I don't see Austin beating him twice in a row and then again at no mercy. Like to me, that doesn't make sense. Like, I don't know. I guess Angle won at SummerSlam technically, but um, yeah, I think he was going to win in his hometown with the family there, no matter what. And then they were just going to do it quick rain and get it back on Austin to set up him and Rock. Yeah, I guess I guess I just don't understand why they wouldn't wait another two weeks because yeah. that's kind of what it amounts to, or maybe three I'll tell you what it was the raw ratings were were starting to go down at that time. Ah. They started to drop after 
and and they were starting to hot shot and panic a bit because they hot shot of the invasion. They were doing yeah. more stuff on Raw. And I remember this being a talking point that like the ratings, you start to see the signs, right? It was like we talked about WCW, like, oh no, they're red hot, everything's going great. But you start seeing those leading yeah. indicators, uh, attendance or or ratings. And like I remember they were panicking a bit. So I they might have panicked and did the title change to pop a rating or a big night. Um is part of it. Like that could have been a piece of it as well. Yeah. And they wanted Austin to be champion of Survivor Series, that's for sure. Yeah, but they had no mercy in the ring. I get what, yeah. Like. I know. I just think Raw was super important to them still. And and um, the ratings, if, yeah. if we went back and looked, I'm, I'm sure they're still, compared to now, it was probably like a 3 8 oh, or a 4 something. And they were like, oh, it's, it's, they're slipping. Yeah. But, well, they're getting eights two years earlier. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I do think it's, in, um, it's, that's it's part interesting of it. that the, yeah, I, I buy it. And it's interesting that the ratings mindset is still there, despite the fact that they're not in direct competition anymore. It's almost like an right. old habit. Not, not it's that gonna it wouldn't It's going to die anymore. for Raw in a year <laughs> when it's on fucking Netflix. So, What a weird thing that is, eh? Yeah. Like, It's weird to think you're going to have to pay to watch Raw. That's the weirdest part of it. In Canada, you vote for a long time, you always had to. Right. So I guess for you, it's... Somewhere. Well, I mean, but it's not like it's the like, only thing. I mean, SmackDown's still going to be available to everyone, so it's not like it's the only option. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I guess it makes sense. Well, they kind of wanted like all the avenues covered, right? So they had NXT is on broadcast TV, going to be on broadcast right. TV. SmackDown's on cable, and Raw yeah. will be streaming. You know who the real winners in this might be is AEW. <laughs> Because the yeah. the USA Network opening up a slot on Monday nights gives them some pretty big negotiating power if they wanted to like right. Well, and it takes like, it takes uh, Max and T and Turner out of because they were rumored for a bit to be in the Raw talks. Yeah, that's um, right. And it also sets a template if they wanted to move them to to Max, like some of the shows to Max. Like I could see a world where Dynamite stays on TBS or whatever, and they put Collision and Rampage on Max, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Back to this. Match, I think, it, which again yeah. is is completely underrated. It, it's so great. Like the, the it, everything looks legit. Everything. It, it's. It looks like two guys who know each other super well that are tired of fighting each other, but know how to get into each other's skins. It's not the type of match like Hogan Warrior where it's two gods. It's two fighters. Right. Like. It's that great. have that have history. It has um, is gritty. That's a great word for it. They have. Like there's this, it's personal. It's personal. Like, and and you don't think of yeah. it maybe as personal until you watch the feud up play out, and you realize how personal it really was and what they did to they each other. They were fighting over. They're fighting over Vince's love four months right. ago. Yeah, and it just exploded then, into this. And then, and then the other thing too is that like I, I don't know if this was ever explored, but like how Angle was kind of betrayed by Austin in that invasion match. Yes. Yep. Because the turn yeah. happens on angle, right? Like, yes, yep. And I, I mean, would you argue that outside of Brock, modern Brock, is this the stiffest world title feud they ever did? The hardest hitting, and I'm not talking the weapon shit. Like, take out the man, no, no, and Brock with the chair that. shots and all that shit. Outside of Brock, like bludgeoning Roman Reigns and John Cena and whatever. I feel like I can't think of many other world title feuds that are like this vicious and hard hitting and and realistic. I think this might 
this might be more than those because because the Brock matches, they have like moments of that. And then a lot of standing around, a lot of suplexes. Whereas this is like, this, these all look like fights. Like, yes. I I think you could argue it's the stiffest like feud. They did it for the world title in company history. I I mean, I, I, between this SummerSlam match, this match, no mercy. They just kicked the shit out of each other. And everything feels hard hitting. I don't want this to sound too hyperbolic, right? But I feel like this style and these two together might be the best form of WWF match possible. In that, Mm -hmm. it has all the intensity of stiffness of like a a, a Japanese match. Like what you'd get out of like a, a strong style match in Japan. But still has all the emotion and heart of the WWF characters. Right. Like and the storylines behind it and the and the the pomp of it and the it, um yeah like it just sucks that this style because it's such a good year built on this style, but the style leads to so many major injuries in this year, like broken hands, yeah. broken backs, broken necks, like everyone fucking gets hurt. Triple H, Benoit, well, Booker T, Austin, and like they all just I mean, look at that pile driver was sick just destroying his neck. Um, yeah. So it sucks that, that that style, which is so enjoyable and it's, it's such a blip in time because they had to go away from it because so many guys are breaking down from it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, if they had just kept it on pay-per-view, they probably would have been fine. Right. But it's, I'm sure they're doing this on house shows too. Right. And, so and all the TV, I mean, raw SmackDown there. Yeah. Those Austin, the Austin Benoit on SmackDown is like fucking insane. I mean, those guys kick the shit out of each yeah. other. Then they do it again well, at King of the Ring two weeks later and angles and Benoit's neck explodes in the fucking match. Yeah. But that's the, that's the, that's the, might have been better off if it exploded permanently, but see if they hear it. Yeah. Way. If he died there, like if he died in the ring there, we would look at that as a tragedy, but it, mm-hmm. we would all trade it. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. Ankle locks in. I think this is the finish. I think he is under the ropes. We'll see. Yeah, I'm. I don't know why I stepped a bit behind, but yeah, the ankle locks in. Like, yeah, this is the finish. He taps with his hand well, on the rope. Is this? So I think that helps. Oh, yeah. Set oh, yeah, up yeah, he's the got the mat. He's got the mat. Yeah, he's got the yeah. mat in his hand. I think that helps set up Crowd. the rematch. Oh, insane! Crowd loses their shit. Yeah, and it's an all-time. We'll get the celebration here in a minute. They all get in the ring and they're carrying them around. Yeah, yeah. Um, so look, I don't give a shit if it's because of nine eleven or not. We got the moment, right? Daniel no, Bryan no, at thirty, not- right? That wasn't supposed to happen, but it happened. And it's insane. Hogan beats Iron Sheik. Probably wasn't supposed to happen. It's an insane moment yeah, in time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah me, so me supposed- asking it. Right, right, I'm not. Right, right, I'm right. not. I'm not denigrating it at all. I'm more just curious. Yeah. But it does um, hold up, regard. Like it, it's worth it. Well, it's worth the time. Not a lot. No, I mean it's it's whether it's supposed to happen or not, it doesn't matter. It happens, and it's an incredible moment of celebration. He finally yeah. beats Austin, um, and I like. I normally I don't like when a guy has a group or stable that he relies on that doesn't get involved in a major match, but I think here because it's Steve Austin, and that wasn't really the style of the alliance. They didn't really usually get involved in his shit. So I like that. It was just. Right. It was just them one-on-one, and that was it. And Angle, and it was it was hard-hitting, but there wasn't a bunch of gimmick shit. We didn't get a million no, chair shots and weapon. It was just two guys kicking the shit out of each other. Um, when I did this for war, I went four and a quarter. I forgot to rock him out. Uh, I went four and a quarter, and I'm sticking with it. Like, so, um, 
for match grade, for our purposes, uh, you're going 10? No. Oh, I didn't mean that. I'm going okay. nine. <laughs> I was going to say, holy shit. Yeah, um, nine. Because I, I'm I'm with you. It's four and a quarter, but it's but closer it's, to four and a half. Yeah. Yeah, nine. Yeah. Okay, where, where I'm struggling, I'm struggling a bit with significance because yeah. it's a blip, but it creates an all-time moment, right? But it is a blip. Like it's like oh, look at fucking Eric Angle in the ring. Eric Angle helped him get there. He, he took the shots from The Undertaker a couple of years earlier. I agree. He's still hot there. But it's like Angle... Um, like he finally beats Austin. It's significant to the story. It's a significant within the alliance invasion angle that we, WF gets the title winner, gets the belt off of Austin for the first time. Like that's kind of a significant moment in that storyline. Um, but him winning in Pittsburgh. It. Yeah, but they I know. But we're right not away. talking about that. We're talking about the significance yeah. of the moment. We had this argument last <laughs> time, right? Significance is the the title right. change itself, not the aftermath. Yeah, it was the same discussion we yeah. had at seventeen. I just don't think it's super strong because I think all the intangibles are in moment and build and like, yeah, but I don't think it sucks. I think it's important. No. Like it, to I'm me, it's like go, a six. I'm going five. All right. But we're not far. All right. Moment I, is a 10. I'm, gonna, I'm going 10 for moment and I'm going 10 for, we already said 10 for build. Oh, hundred percent. It's, it's a build is amazing. Yeah. Um, so aftermath, I don't really recall the week in between. Um, and again, they hype it up as the biggest night in Raw history, blah, blah, blah. Regal helps. We'll, we'll talk about it next time. But um, Yeah, I don't love that. I want to see the, the time distance. Is it two weeks? two or three weeks, I forget. September 23rd is uh, Unforgiven. And the next one is... 10-8. Uh, so it's, it's two weeks. Yeah, it's two weeks. Two weeks in a day. It is a big part of the invasion storyline, the aftermath, though. Like, so we can give it a little, yeah. I would give it a little credit for that. Like a four, maybe? Yeah, I'm going four. That's what I was thinking. All right. All right. So that gives us a 77, which is pretty fucking high. I mean, like, this not was not on my expect. radar. It was not on my radar until we put it on just now. And it, it resonated with me what was coming. Like, because I think forever, yeah. SummerSlam in my mind was amazing. And this was like a three and a half. And then when I watched it for war, I was completely involved. No. I'm like, this is amazing. I'd forgotten how great the match was. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of um of the uh SummerSlam 2001 main event with Punk and Cena. Yeah, everyone remembers the big one in Chicago, but that match is like it's like just as good, but just without the yeah. atmosphere. Right. So it kind of reminds me of that one like that. All right, so I did not, I mean, this nope. is an upset to me. For sure, um, yeah, we're losing. It's another, our sixth best. Another. It's our it's our sixth best of all time, yeah. um, which is crazy. I, I didn't. If you would ask me two two or three months ago when we were trying to project out what could crack the top, no. I would not have had this on the list. No way. Um, but I don't. I don't think anything we have here is questionable. Maybe the maybe the aftermath. Maybe we're being a little too generous, but not by much. No, I don't think so because we didn't. It's it's not garbage. Like look, like for me, like. You know, three four for me is like a baseline usual in this. Mm -hmm. In usual, when I'm rating matches, a five is a baseline. But I, for this, it's a little bit different. So it's like if if you're getting to a zero or a one, it's that your aftermath like hurt the, right. the promotion, 
right? So that's that's more where I'm thinking on that. Um, no, I, I don't have any problems with our scores. I think maybe maybe you could say the build if you didn't enjoy those particular things, but then the where's your amazing. soul? I, I will not be questioned. Yeah. I will not be questioned about the build because it really starts right after King of the Ring. Um, yeah. And that's when they start with the hugging Vince, the sheriff hats, the, the ukulele, the fruit tray, the cookies, yeah. like the Milkamania, the SummerSlam Ash, the pile driver on the floor, the bridge, yeah. uh, wind the beneath song. my ring, the dressing down of Taz. Like, I mean, like all of it. And we're probably the missing stuff. Right. Take missing... the shirt off. My favorite is when he goes from take the shirt off, take the shirt off to take the shirt. <laughs> and he's whipping him with a belt. His yeah. belt. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Does he... Does he call Molly Holly a bimbo in here too? It's in here. I think so. Just yeah. That's, I highly recommend the action DVD. If you can find it, if you have, if you don't ha have it, you can find it like on Amazon or something. That DVD is a, it's um a recap of basically 2001. So it's got all the highlights. It's got all that stuff in order on the DVD. It's an incredible DVD. Um, I have the tape and the DVD from that time. And it's, it's like one of my favorites of all time. Cause this is all Oh one matches and moments, which is like an all time year. When you don't give a shit about, like, in the time you're obsessed with, all oh, they're ruining WCW, they're blowing the invasion. But when you can look back at it without really giving a shit about it, and you see no, how much great. great stuff was happening week to week. Um, and risks. For a company that doesn't take risks, they right. took risks this year. Yeah. 01 is one of my favorite years of being a fan, just because of where I was in life. Like, you know, senior year of college, like, all in. My roommates were all in. Like, you know, it was just like, it, and even that summer was great. It was just a really good time of like having a lot of friends that were into the product. The product was red hot. Every week was awesome. There was so much good stuff going on. It was just a really mm -hmm. underrated time, like to be really in, in all in on the product. And we were the right age for this product. Yes. Like yeah. the, the product grew up with us. Right. And like, so we went through the rebellious years of like mm -hmm. the attitude era and this is still attitude. Yes. But, but it's the tail end where it's getting more serious. And you know, right. at our age at that point, we're getting more serious. I, it's a perfect storm. Um, yeah. So producer Tim has got the graphic ready. Let's uh, let's right, break let's down the up. top 10. Cause there's a new top 10, a uh, farewell to the top 10 to Randy Savage versus Ric Flair from WrestleMania eight. That Sad hurts. to see it go. Uh, but now sitting at number 10, Mankind defeating The Rock, uh, Monday Night Raw, January 4th, 72 points. It's making me antsy that this is going to drop at some point because we're obviously going to have others get into the top 10. Um, also on the chopping block here at number nine is Steve Austin versus The Rock. WrestleMania 15 is 73 points. Yeah. Uh, Andre the Giant at number eight. Um, the graphic disappeared. Andre the Giant, number eight. Uh, from the main event, February 88 nope. with... Right. Maybe it's the wrong one. There we go. 75 points. There we go. Okay. Uh, number seven, Hulk Hogan defeats the Iron Sheik, January 84, MSG at 76 points. Number six, tonight, Kurt Angle defeats Steve Austin, 77 points, Unforgiven 2001. Number five, Ric Flair wins the 1992 Royal Rumble, 78 points, greatest Royal Rumble performer ever. Performance. Uh, number four, Steve Austin defeats The Rock, 85 points. WrestleMania X7, that's our last um, episode. Number three, Bret Hart over The Undertaker with 90 points. I like that 17 kind of bridge that big gap that we had for a long time yeah. between five and three. Um, or it was four and three forever. Now, there's at least there's like a little tier in between. Uh, so, Bret Taker's <laughs> at 90 from SummerSlam. I always find with the gaps, it's like, oh, did we fuck up? 
Right. Do we yeah. underrate, you know? Well, that's, um, war. Two... that's every episode of War for me. <laughs> right. Oh, we got to go back and do this year now. <laughs> Redo it. Uh, number two, Steve Austin defeating Shawn Michaels, uh, 93 points, WrestleMania 14. And our number one title change of all time is Montreal, Survivor Series 97, Shawn Michaels over Bret Hart, 94 points. Um, so, yeah, I mean, again, Steve like. Steve Austin. It... He's got four matches in the top 10. Yeah. Like. And I, but I think that's going to be it now for him, right? No, yeah, I don't think the world match is going to be on there, and that's it. Yeah. No, and then he doesn't win the title again. So yeah, I mean, so it, at least three will stay. I, I don't know. Maybe this one could be perilous, or, or I mean, Austin Rock is probably perilous from fifteen. This this one may be okay. Um, this one surprised me. I think there'll be more. I'm sure that surprised us. Um, yeah, I think the surprises are fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And this is the first time since 97 where we had a couple in a row. Like, 97 also, we had boom, boom, boom. And, yeah. uh, or 97, 98. Now, like, here we are. Like, 17 made the list. This one made the list. Um, yeah. So, we'll see. Uh, again, we'll be back in a couple weeks. We're going to do Austin Angle rematch on Raw, the one we talked about a lot tonight. So, we'll cover yeah. that. Um, and then, uh, after that, a month from today, we'll have Vengeance 01, which is Austin Jericho. Um, so that's a pretty big night. Yeah. And then we'll go from there. I mean, we got some interesting ones coming. We'll see. So stay with us. We're here every Saturday at Noah's Bard. You can find us occasionally on Wednesdays as well with What If. Uh, those are quick, short videos where we just kind of ponder some random What If questions in wrestling history. Uh, and again, lots of great content. We have uh, Ryan and I going through every WrestleMania match ever. Uh, those in the short format. So subscribe to that. Watch us count those down. And as you never know what else is coming, tier lists, countdowns, arguments, fights, love, all the things on No Holds Barred and beyond. Subscribe, drop the dookie, we are out. Talk to you. Bye,